Welcome to Politics Done Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being here. We are going to have a great show for you today, folks. But for those of you that are, you heard the little preview before, Tom Hartman has been moved. Uh, go out to kpft.org, see our new schedule. It's a fantastic schedule. How's everybody doing this morning? I'm going to wake you up with some good stuff, folks. Anyhow, remember, this is a call-in show, and I would love Love for you to be participating. Let you be the lead in this show. 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. Before I get into the show, since this is the just the second show that we're doing uh, since the changeover, let me give you all the specifics. First of all, uh, our uh, on Air Politics Done Right on KPFT FM is moving from Monday, Wednesday, Fridays at noon central to Monday through Fridays, five days a week at 6 a.m. Central. Please join us and be a part of the local, state, national, and international conversation. This is all about you. While I'm decidedly progressive, I believe in engaging, listening, and learning from everyone, irrespective of their political ideology. So I want to hear from you. You don't agree with what I am saying? Please call in and tell Megberto. I think you're full of it. I don't like it. If you like what I'm saying, call in and add. If you want to add something to it, call in and add. This is your show. Are you on the road right now? Be safe, but you can always say call 713-526-5738, and we can, we'll entertain whatever you want to talk about, political and sometimes even not political. You will never get disrespected on this program I believe in civil coexistence. I believe the way we are going to move on as a nation is if we learn to respect each other, irrespective. You don't have to change your ideology. I mean, there are certain things uh, from my standpoint that I believe in. But, you know, again, we should always entertain discussion. We should always entertain differences, in my humble opinion. How can you reach us in all the different formats. Tune in on your radio, 90.1 FM Houston, KPFT. In other words, just turn that dial the old-fashioned way, the 90.1 FM. Alternatively, you can stream at KPFT 90.1 FM's uh, tune-in application on your Droid, Android phone or your Apple phone. Just go to the store and download the Android app, uh, find KPFT, and you can stream us live. Alternatively, again, stream KPFT 90.1 FM via our website, kpft.org. Just click on the uh, the stream and you can get to listen to us directly from our website. You can actually now see the video of the program. Just go ahead and visit us at, uh, at facebook.com slash kpfthouston. Again, that is facebook.com slash KPFT Houston. And of course, you can always watch on YouTube, politicsdoneright.tv, politicsdoneright.tv. So please call the show live at 713-526-5738, extension number two. Again, that is 713-526-5738, extension number two with your comments. Every comment is appreciated. Every, every one of your voices will be heard. Please drop me an email at kpft at politicsdoneright.com with suggestions for future shows. If you want us to cover 
different items that, that's of interest to you that you want us to go ahead and do the research and come back to you or that you just want, that, that you just think uh, we should be airing to the audience at large. Like I said, this is your show, 713-526-5738 and suggestions or even to, to get with us while we're on air, kpft at politicsdoneright.com. Again, kpft at politicsdoneright.com. Anyhow, what is the show going to be about today? Today, Well, first of all, I want to, let me, let me, let me make sure it, uh, uh, other things are working out here. Right, Howard? How are you doing this morning, sir? Well, well the 10 cans and strings holding, holding up. up. Well, you know, man, you always have these tins, the, the tin, what, what is it? Tin cans and strings. If tin there's anybody, yeah, if there's anybody who knows how to hold it, hold the fort down and really get things working right, it is Howard. Folks, we could not make, uh, KPFT would not be running, would not be on air without the one and only Howard Reynolds. So, sir, thank you so kindly for oh, being there oh, in the I, control room and keeping us alive. You were way too kind. I don't think it has much to do with kindness other than it has to do with true, sincere appreciation and respect for what you do, sir. So thank you. And for all of you listening in the cars, uh, uh, getting a community radio station running on the meager budgets that we have, having someone like Howard who can make everything work on these meager bu- budgets, it's exceptional. So folks, call us at 713-526-5738. And by the way, when you call, if you want to say, hey, Howard, I want to make sure that you can get all this other equipment that you need, you go ahead and do that as well. Anyhow, today's program, that would be good. that'll be good, right, Howard? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, so uh, anyone who has a brand new radio, radio station, station to drop, drop off, off, let me know. Let me know. There you go. <laughs> we would love new parts and all that good stuff. Anyway, today's subject, folks, today's subject, the title is Gun Violence Worse in Red States. That's topic numero uno. Uh, GOP bait and switch is all they have for their constituents is topic Number two, and if we, it, it depended on how many calls we get, etc. We were gonna. It, 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 the third subject will be about uh, the debt ceiling, and maybe how will it affect you? How will it make a difference to you? Uh, you know, a lot of these things. Sometimes we think about it being solely a, a national issue, but it turns out that many of these issues percolate themselves down to everybody, which is why. Uh, I think we should be. Uh, I think we should be uh, keeping keeping abreast of this. Alistair Water is in the house. the The echo. Uh, the echo uh, from uh, Howard. I guess it's uh, an issue that I I'll have to figure figure out, and we'll see how it works with the callers. Maybe drop in some volumes here and there. But anyhow, folks. Um, Let's get let's let's go ahead and get started. Uh, time in again. Gun violence is worse in the red states. You know, I have a serious question. Why do those who have ethical and moral positions on issues succumb to intellectual bullying by those who are causing harm, pain, death, and destruction? I want you to I want to read that again. Why do those 
who have ethical and moral positions on issues succumb to intellectual bullying by those who are causing harm, pain, death, and destruction. And, and I tell you, um, while I'm writing this, I, you know, that's the only thing that came to me. In other words, it was pretty much, please, if your position is one that most people want, if your position is one that is moral, why is it that too often those of us that are right seem to be apologetic for being right. Think about that. Why is that? And we, we look at the gun issue. And most Americans want background checks. Most Americans want uh, to outlaw uh, weapons of war. Most Americans want all these things to keep us safe. Want to keep us safe. But somehow, uh, our politicians are scared to say it. Uh, we, those of us who want it, sometimes don't want to talk about it. I'll tell you better. Even when you are on platforms like Facebook speaking about these issues, many times what occurs is you get a stop. Uh, even Facebook gives you a community warning. Again. You are saying the right things. You're saying the truthful things. But you get that warning because you're talking about guns, even as you're talking about guns that we need to do something about. So uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But I will not fall for the false narratives, nor will I capitulate to the status quo or inaction. Too much depends on it. I have a mother. I have sisters. I have a daughter, a wife, friends. And every single one of them, wherever we go now, if it's a movie or what, or wherever we go, behind your mind, especially here in a state where it, the, having guns is sort of a laissez-faire ordeal. I am concerned. And the reason why is you make a bad turn and you upset somebody and everybody is packing now. You don't need a background check. You don't need, you don't have red flag laws that say uh, this person is a person that doesn't have personal control of his emotions and shouldn't have a, a gun. And you make a wrong turn. You get shot. You accidentally go close to a car that seems similar to yours that you mistake for yours. You get shot. Uh, you knock on somebody's door. You get shot. And people may say, you're exaggerating. Those things don't happen all that frequently. Uh, the reality is, um, yeah, they do. They do more frequently than, than you think. And again, the question becomes, why do we tolerate this? Why do we accept this? And it turns out that if we look at the states where we have these types of laws that creates these kinds of issues and that make 
accessible guns for everybody. Those are the states that have the most murder, the most killing by gun, etc., etc., etc. So I go back to my initial position. Why do those? Welcome aboard Diggs BTW7. Uh, why do those who have ethical and moral positions on issues succumb to intellectual bullying by those who are causing harm, pain, death, and destruction? Folks, uh, I'd love to hear some of your answers. If you're in the car, just tell, just use your voice and give a call. 713-526-5738. The phones should be working now. Oh, well, I just, I just got a message that says, again, apparently the phones are still having some issues. So you can always go to the chat. And let me tell you how to find uh, the chat. You can find the chat at uh, uh, facebook.com slash politics done right if you if you put a message in facebook.com slash politics done right i will see the chat if you place a message in uh, at politics done right tv i will also see your message what that means of course if you're driving in your car etc our phone transfer is still uh it's still not uh working uh quite right uh, yet so um you'll you'll be here listening to me and me reading the chat so uh so we'll, we'll we'll take it that way anyhow so continuing i will use all of my platforms and as you can see you can reach us in many different areas i will use all of my platforms to unabashedly inform my fellow brothers and sisters of every ideology party religion creed and everything in between. And I ask those listening, watching, or reading to share the knowledge that we all get together. That is the only way we can overcome the misinformation and the politicians who have become paid wards of those causing us the most harm. Corporations that value profits over humanity. Again, this gun issue, they make you believe it's a culture issue. They, that's what they would want you to believe. This gun issue is a culture issue. And even the article that I'm going to point to, that I'm going to talk about from Politico, they want you to believe that it's a culture issue, people. Oh, you can't take the guns from those rural people. And, uh, and you know... All of us at some time, I'm from Panama. I know what rural rural is all about. I lived in Brenham, Texas before Brenham, Texas took off as a small mid-city. So they want you to believe the reason why we have this gun thing is some cultural issue. Well, you know what? Sweden has rural areas. Mexico has rural areas. Canada has rural areas. All these other parts of the world have rural areas 
all these other parts of the world have people who love shooting for sports, who love their guns. But you know what's the difference between all these other places? Guns are very well regulated. We know who have guns. And even whenever there is an accidental killing, whenever there is a it, the, the very few times that you have mass shooting like you had in Australia, like you had in New Zealand, their politicians did something about it. Their in, inherent culture was to say, we will be humans about it. We care enough about humanity that we are going to make a difference. We are going to solve the problem. What is it with the country that likes to call the, or with the, with the party within a country that likes to call itself the, the, the family values party, the party that cherishes life, the party that thinks life is worth something, the party that wants to keep a woman in bondage if she has a fetus that she wants to, to not carry to term. They call it a human, even though from all scientific points of view, it is not. Why is it that that country cannot pass laws to make sure that the average citizen does not possess a weapon of war? What are we going to give them next? A bazooka? Is that what we're going to do? Guess what, folks? The phones are up and running now, so you can give us a call at 713. But, well, I guess I, I saw it ring. I saw a, 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 a ring on it. So go ahead and give us a call at 713-526-5738. Let's see. Maybe, maybe they did something at the exchange as we're talking right now. 713-526-5738. I thought I saw the, the ringer up, but we'll see. Call 713-526-5738. But anyway, going back to the subject, sir, people, friends, everybody else. West says, boycott Fox. But West is a conservative. He wants to boycott Fox because they got rid of, you know whom, Tucker Carlson. But we'll talk about that a little later, if anybody. Uh, all right, folks, I just got a message from the control room. The phones should work right now. So give us a call, 713-526-5738. Again, that is 713-526-5738. Let's go ahead and see uh, see it run now. It should be working now. 713-526-5738. Anyhow, so as as we're talking, uh, as we're talking, it is imperative that what we do is start thinking more about humanity. Oh, wow. They're, they are, in fact, coming in now. So I'll, I'll take your calls in a few seconds. Let's go ahead and go to TAG. Let's see how it works. TAG, come on in. How are you doing? Edberto. Are you there? How are you doing, my friend? TAG, you're on. Edberto. Yes, I can hear you. Talk to me. Are you there, TAG? Okay. Uh, uh, wow, the phone lines are filled up. Hello. Yeah, I can. I don't know why you can't hear me yet. Tag, they are going to figure that out in a minute. Okay, Tag. Uh, we are still figuring a few things out with the phones, but the phones are lit up. Uh, huh. 
All right, let's see. There, there's some issue with the, the, the pathway for the phones right now to the signal. So I'll, I'll wait to hear. I heard you, but apparently you didn't hear me. So um, we'll wait for a second. Remember, this is just the second day of us doing uh, the operation. So uh, bear with us a second as uh, Howard figures out what's going on with the phone. So i tell you what I'll do. As Howard figures out with the phone, what I'll do is I'll continue with the programming. And uh, let's see, Dave, come on in, Dave. Let's see if that works now. Dave, are you there? Dave? Uh, Dave, or can you hear me? Can you hear me? Dave, can you hear me? Hello. All right. We have to figure out why you can't hear me, Dave. Uh, we'll figure that out. But again, this is, a, this is just a second show with our new setup in our studio. So we'll figure out whether you can hear or not. So we're trying to get this all together. So bear with us. Let me just put out here that they... Oh, you heard Dave. Uh, Dave seems to not be able to hear me. So uh, Howard is taking care of that right now. Uh, we'll... <laughs> this is live radio folks this is live radio and when you're doing an initial setup these are things that can happen so uh as we as we debug some of these issues come on in tag can you hear me tag tag can you hear me we got a lot of calls but folks unable to hear at this point um howard are you there or uh so Egberto. i think yes Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Oh, I'm here, Say that again, uh, Howard. I am here. Yeah, I, I don't think the, phone, the people on the phone are unable scenes. to hear me. Right, I know. Yeah, so anyway, so let me tell you, folks, what we're going to do is we're going to get those technical difficulties. You know, this is how we have to uh, do things. We're a small community radio station getting all the... the pieces together and as we change schedules a few things change around so they're working on it right now so i tell you what i'll do as howard works with it and until howard tells me that he has it working uh we'll go ahead and uh and, and continue with the program and figure it out bear with us this is going to be worked out this will be worked out uh again over over time anyway continue with the platform countries like australia countries like new zealand they were able to sit down and say, we are going to do something about this. We are going to do something about this. And they did. They passed laws. They did what was required. But for some reason, we can't. And where does it boil down to, folks? It's all about the mighty dollar and profits. Whereas Australia, whereas New Zealand, whereas Sweden, whereas Canada, whereas France, Great Britain, they chose humanity over guns. They chose their kids over guns. They chose all these things over guns in america the bastion of capitalism we chose money we chose 
prophets, we chose, uh, we chose humanity. We chose everything over humanity. And uh, as harsh as that might sound, it's not we who did that. It's a select few. And how do I know that? Because most Americans say they want background checks. Most Americans say they want red flag laws. Most Americans say they want to have delays. Most Americans say they don't want weapons of wars on their streets. Most Americans say, let's register the bullets. Most Americans says, let's register guns and bullets so that they leave a distinct mark if something occurred from a particular gun. There are things. Most Americans say, let's use technology to make guns safer. Most Americans say that's what they want. But a select few of our politicians in gerrymandered, in gerrymandered states, they chose otherwise. They chose otherwise. Okay? So um, uh, whenever, uh, whenever TAG can come in again, if, if it works, we'll talk about those red flag laws as you want to talk about it, TAG. But we'll see when we get this connection up and running. And like I said, folks, um, please stick with the program. Please stick with the time. We will get all the kinks worked out. Again, it's a complicated uh, setup, especially when you have one person in a studio running cables, running everything, and trying to get things out. That's why we need much better funding so that we can, you know, so that all, a lot of these kinks can be uh, worked out in a more expedient form. But again, stick with us. We, we're going to be coming with good stuff. So anyway, uh, all these other countries are fine to do it. Now, what you find, right, is you find that uh, mostly Republicans would come out and say, uh, well, you know, um, the, the Second Amendment doesn't say, doesn't say may or, sh or should. It say it shall. And that's why, irrespective of anything, we have our rights to our guns. Well, do you have the right to a bazooka? Do you have the right to a metralladora, a machine gun? Do you have the right to an F-16? Do you have the right to a cannon? I don't think so. And Scalia pointed out the rationale within the Constitution as written that says we can control guns. We give you access to guns, but we have the authority to control guns. And how? For the safety of us all. Because after all, within the preamble of the Constitution, doesn't it says that our government should provide for our welfare, being safe, being good, being alive. Isn't, what, isn't that what our Constitution talks about? So therefore, regulating guns is not anathema to what's in the Constitution at all. But they would have you believe that. And why is it again? It's about money. It's about corporations wanting to make money at all costs, which is what they do. Think about it, folks. Let's think about it. Think about if we had a drug on the market. When, 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 uh, when Tylenol had a problem where uh, somebody was able to uh, fudge some poison in the Tylenol several decades ago. How fast were we to do something about it to ensure the safety of people? And it only happened one time, right, with Tylenol. And then the packaging of, of, of these medicines changed 
when when things when an airplane crashes, we go and we investigate and we try to figure out all the reasons why that occurred. We do that. We research that. Why did the plane crash? We found out an actuator was wrong, and we we create an errata, and we tell everybody, uh, every other plane of that type, we need to change the actuators. For now, you need to check it to make sure it's not going bad, etc., etc. We we are proactive in solving in making sure the next airplane doesn't go down. When anything that affects humanity, our citizens occur. We study it. We figure out what happened and we do something about it. But every week we get, we more than, actually it's more than every week, we get people being gunned down. Every, every week we have a mass shooting. Every day we have shootings. And Congress prohibits researching, analyzing, studying what, how guns affect us. Think about that. Think about that. Howard, whenever any whenever it starts working, you can please just make it red and I'll I'll go to the person right away, my dear brother. So I mean, uh Dave, are you there? Hello. Can you hear me, Dave? Okay. I still don't think they can hear me, uh, Howard. So uh I'm talking and I still don't think they can hear me. So it may be just one of those channeling issues. Uh so uh all these activities that whenever they go wrong, my dear brothers and sisters listening, and whether you're a gun aficionado or not, it's not about uh, trying to take anything away from you. It's about life. Now, you would find that uh, they will give all kinds of excuses why we need more guns. Uh, guns in the classrooms. Well, we need to arm teachers or we need to have armed guards. Guns uh, in stores, well, we need to have armed guards. You notice every solution to the gun issue is to have more guns. All right? You have people that would likely come into the store with a gun, have a person with a gun to keep them out. But you know what is the central, the central issue? Even it means that still people die because if that... That officer guarding that that school or that store or whatever has to use his gun because others are armed. Somebody ends up dead again. So, folks, the gun issue is not difficult. The gun issue is not about us taking anybody's rights away. The gun issue is about what we do, how we as a country, our politicians are unable to take care of us all. But there are politicians that are always running, that are ready. They are ready to pass the laws that are necessary to take care. They are ready. Why is it that it's not occurring? Why? Again, it's not occurring because Corporations have paid off politicians who refuse to pass the laws that most Americans say that they want. So, Americans, listeners, you really are empowered. Politicians are going to tell you if they're going to support these particular laws. Okay? They'll tell you if they will support the laws necessary 
Uh, William, can you hear me at all yet, William? William, can you hear me? Okay. Uh, don't think William can quite hear me yet. We're still working on it. Thank you, Howard, for painstakingly trying to figure out the pathway for these calls. Uh, so, look, a recent article, you know, uh, rep the Republican legislatures are the ones that are really um, attacking Americans by allowing these killers to kill, giving them the ammunition to kill, giving them the weapons to kill. The Republican legislatures, those are the ones responsible for all of our mass killings. We have to call a spade a spade. We have to be honest. If, if AR-15s were not on the streets, many more people would be alive. Even if a shooting had occurred in Uvalde, more people would have been alive. Persuasive Barry says, we don't need to inject guns into every aspect of life. That's another set of grooming the guns of, uh, of ammo manufacturers love. Exactly. Alistair Waters says, a friend of mine believes, uh, believes she is allowed to be able to have her weapon of choice to stand up to a tyrannical government. Persuasive Barrier says, the 2A is about empowering states, not individuals. The NRA has been perverting interpretation for years. Yes, they are. The Second Amendment is what he meant by, what Persuasive Barrier meant by 2A. So yes, welcome aboard our chat. Persuasive Barrier, Alistair Waters, Eric Hayes, West, uh, E, uh, we also have... Uh, uh, there's a, somebody with some call letters that came in earlier as well. Thank you guys for all being here on the chat. Those of you that aren't able yet to get in by phone, we are going. I, I do, I do sincerely apologize for uh, for our for for this right now. But this will get taken care of. This is a daily show, so we are going to work out all of the kinks, and we'll get it up and running for you, my dear friends. Stick with us. Please come every morning at 6 a.m. And like I said, this is your show and you will be able to vibrantly participate as soon as we get all the kinks out. We will get all the kinks out. We're a small station with a powerful transmitter that reaches the entire Southeast Texas, which means Livingston, which means Galveston, which means Houston, which means Katy, which means all these other areas that we are we can be heard. But again, we're a small station on a very small staff, as in uh, for operations, Howard. <laughs> so um, bear with us. We will get all the kinks worked out. And this will continue to be your show, your program, where your input is always going to be wanted. All right, a recent article in Politico titled, Gun Violence is Actually Worse in the Red States. It's Not Even Close, Lays Waste to the Fallacy from the right. And the article says the following. Listen to the Southern right talk about violence in America. And you'd think New York City was as dangerous as Bakhmut on Iran's, on, on Ukraine's Eastern Front. Listen to the, in October, Florida's Republican governor, Ron DeSantis, proclaimed crime in New York City was out of control and blamed it on George Soros. Another Sunshine State Politico, former president, Donald Trump offered his narrative, his native city up as a Democrat-run 
Utopia, one of those places where the middle class used to flock to lie, to live the American dream are now war zone, literal war zones. In May 2022, hours after 19 children were murdered at Robb Elementary in Uvalde, Texas, Republican Governor Greg Abbott swatted back suggestions that the state could save lives by implementing tougher gun laws by proclaiming Chicago and LA and New York disproved that thesis. His, his theory is that somehow New York, Chicago, and all these other places, oh, they were so much more dangerous than those places where guns reign free. Really? In reality, the region, the Big Apple comprises most of is far and away the safest part of the U.S. mainland when it comes to gun violence, while the regions Florida and Texas belong to have per capita firearm death rates, homicides and suicides three to four times higher than New York. I repeat, Florida and Texas belong, uh, belong to have per capita firearm death rates meaning homicides and suicides, three to four times. In other words, not a percentage, but a factor. Three to four times that of New York. On a regional basis, it's the southern swath of the country. In cities and rural areas alike, where the rate of deadly gun violence is most acute. Regions where Republicans have dominated state governments for decades. You know, we always talk about the proof is in the pudding. If you are the government, if you are governing, and in your areas, people are dying, people are blown to smithereens, AR-15s are tearing them apart. And you've been in power for decades, as our Texas legislature has been in power with a Republican majority, at sometimes with a supermajority, for decades. And the problem has increased over and over again. And you know, I always have to stick health care in this thing. You don't care about your people to give them health care. They're suffering. You don't care about all these issues. You just bring up these, these, these issues that people that gets people blood boiling. Abortion, guns, abortion, God. Take books away that are all these things. You keep people's minds away. We're going to talk about the switch and bait in a little bit. So the outcomes are people are suffering. And you know, when a gun is used, the shooter doesn't say, are you a Republican? Let me not shoot you. Are you a Democrat? Let me shoot you. Are you a liberal? Let me shoot you. Are you, uh, that's not what occurs. They just go out and do it. And all our brothers and sisters, irrespective of your ideology, your party, your everything, they're coming for you. And we accept it. But we have power not to. I would say, before I continue with the article, I would, I would tell all everybody listening to this program, irrespective of your ideology, irrespective of your party, the next time you have somebody to vote for, make one of the make create two litmus tests. One, do you support making sure I don't get killed? by AR-15s and other weapons of war? And two, will my mother, my father, my daughter have universal health care? 
that won't bankrupt me, something that is available for most of us in blue states. Will you? That should be your litmus test. That materially affects your life, your families. The abortion issue, while you can have a, 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 you can have a moral issue with it, you can have a religious issue with it, it is on somebody else. If you don't want your relatives to have an abortion, your family to have an abortion, that is insular to your unit. That is, that is on you. That is what you want. You can control that. When it comes to books, you can choose to read a book or not read a book. Your child can consist, con, con, can decide to read a book or not read a book. This banned book is just a thing to get people riled up because you ban a book from your kid to read. They pick up their cell phone and they go find it on Google and they read it on Google. So these are not real issues that we should be spending time in our legislature discussing because it's not helping us as individuals. If you don't like particular books, don't read it. If you don't want to have an abortion, don't have one. All these things are personal responsibility, personal control. But guns, you have no control with somebody who is able to get an AR-15, walk into your school, walk into your store, walk into your home, and blow you to smithereens. That's the difference. And that's why we should be concentrated on those particular issues. It's not about wanting to take guns away from people. It's about wanting to live. It's about wanting to not be fearful to go to a movie theater. It's about not wanting to be fearful if I go to a restaurant. It's about not wanting to be fearful for existing in a park. That's all. I am not willing to die because you think a piece of paper says you shall your your right to have an arm shall not be abridged. I am not willing to die for a piece of paper that was written by folks 200 something years ago that never had a thought that there would be people that will take an AR-15 that's not even the guns they're talking about and kill. Is that so difficult to comprehend? Is that so difficult to say, my God, humanity first, humanity first. If you continue with the article, if you grew up in the coal mining region of Eastern Pennsylvania, your chance of dying of a gunshot is about half that. If you grew up in the coal fields of West Virginia, 300 miles to the Southwest. Someone living in the most rural counties of South Carolina is more than three times as likely to be killed by gunshot than someone living in the equally rural counties of New York's uh, Adirondacks or the impoverished rural counties facing uh, Mexico across the lower uh, reaches of the Rio Grande. Think about that. These are rural areas. These are people who like their guns too. The Deep South is the most deadly of the large regions at 15.6 deaths, gunshots per 100,000 residents, followed by Greater Appalachia at 13.5. That's triple and quadruple the rate of New Netherland, New York area, the most densely populated part of the continent, which has a rate of 3.8, which is comparable to that of Switzerland. Yankeedom is the next safest as at 8.6, which is about half that of the deep south. And the left coast follows closely behind at nine. El Norte, the Midlands, Tidewater, and Four West fall in between. 
people, in short. It is time for us to unabashedly shame the misinformation and attack every false statement in a graphic manner. Just like I am talking about it right now, I hope that those that are listening, I hope I've been su sufficiently persuasive with the mathematical facts. I hope I'm somewhat persuasive with the moral facts. I hope I'm socially persuasive in such a manner that you take a look and say, oh my God, I see it. Narrative is everything. The way people tell stories is everything. Telling a story when you see a lot of dead babies, a lot of dead children in school, there's a narrative. How can we tolerate something like that? But then another narrative comes out that says we can do nothing about it. I want you to just uh, listen to uh, the piece about gun violence that I had prepared. In the face of rising mass shootings, Republican politicians have frequently shifted the narrative to gun violence in well, blue cities. I don't have that look quite Chicago, ready yet. Let, let's go ahead and uh, City, I'll, I'll, I'll set that up in one, one second. Uh, I didn't have those two uh, videos mapped, which I'm about to uh, map those two videos. But again, the gun violence issue, folks, the gun violence issue is something that we can do we should do something about and you wonder why we don't here it goes in the face of rising mass shootings oh, well, Republican politicians have frequently shifted the narrative to gun violence in blue cities look at chicago look at Baltimore. well we still have that one uh not running gun violence anyway we'll, we'll figure that one out exactly why is it that that one wasn't transmitted but anyhow it's about the same gun violence issue that we speak about so, folks, I ask you one more time, and I'm very serious about that because, you know, what we do as a collective, all of us as citizens, what we do as a collective matters. And it matters for your neighbors. It matters for your brothers. It matters for your sisters. It matters for every single person. I think I have that queued up now. I think I have it queued up now. Let's see. In the face of rising mass shootings, Republican politicians have frequently shifted the narrative to gun violence in blue cities. Look at Chicago, look at Baltimore, look at New York City, they say. But if you actually look at the numbers, the actual numbers, big cities and blue states are actually a lot safer per capita. A new investigative report in Politico magazine argues gun violence is worse in red states. And according to its author, Colin Woodard, the data shows, quote, it's not even close. The New York region is far and away the safest part of the U.S. mainland when it comes to gun violence. While the regions Florida and Texas belong to have firearm death rates per capita three to four times higher than New New York. That includes both homicides and suicides. Joining me now is the director of the Nationhood Lab at Salva Regina University, Colin Woodard. Colin, thanks for being here. Um, so when I when I we hear this a lot from Republican politicians, especially during political campaigns, look at all the violence in these blue states, look at all the gun violence. This is why gun laws don't work. When you looked at the data, can you just explain what you saw? Yeah, so at Nationhood Lab, we look at a lot of data that uh, regionalism matters because in the United States, regions are very different. 
And we do it using uh, original settlement maps to understand the true cultural differences between the regions. And what we, we knew that gun violence would have uh, enormous regional differences from prior scholarship. And we looked into it. And indeed, it's enormous. Um, regions of the country that I guess you would call blue regions are among the safest places and amongst the most dangerous ones are some of the red regions, particularly the deeper lowland south, with rates for things like gun deaths, overall suicides and homicides that are four times that of the originally Dutch settled area around what's now New York City, or, you know, two and threefold differences in terms of uh, homicides, white homicides, six and sevenfold differences per capita when it comes to uh, suicides and the like. So the differences are enormous, almost like you're looking at separate countries. That you heard that almost like living in separate countries. So, folks, uh, here is the ask. I, you know, uh, I have people in the chat that always say, stop just telling about the problem. Start talking about solutions. There are, in fact, solutions. When uh, you elect a congressperson, they're, they're out there in the legislature doing as they please. Please remember this. You have the power. You have the power. Like I said, the next election and whether this is a local election, state election, or national election, get these people's positions on guns and make sure to elect somebody who is going to be looking out for the well-being of your mother, your father, your sister, your daughter, your brother, your wife, your husband, etc. Let's make sure. Let's make sure that that is what's occurring, folks. And make that be your vote. You can make a change. You can stop the AR-15s from gunning down people. You can do that if you elect because it's in your hands to do that. And likewise, for healthcare, I always bring up healthcare because it's a major issue. You can determine who is going to make sure that your family, those that have been throwing GoFund, why is there GoFundMes for healthcare in America, the richest country in the world? Okay, I only have about six minutes to talk about the second issue, the gun issue, passionate about and something that is in effect right now, killing people, had to spend a lot of time. And of course, we have a few issues with the phones that we're going to clean up in the, in the near term. So bear with us a second. Now, the second topic was GOP bait and switch is all they have for their constituents. Exactly. And, you know, in that light, Persuasive Barrier says all these think of the children issues from conservatives regarding trans, drag queens, banning books, CRT, etc. is just a return of Anita Bryant. False issues to suck the air out of the room, to suck the air out of the room. Remember that. Remember that's all that is about, folks. Remember that is all that's about. So here we go. Uh, article says, have you won, or rather, this is my thing. Have you wondered why right-wing MAGA Republicans in legislatures around the country are passing laws that are either trying to make, take women's rights away, suppress voters, ban books, vilify or transgender and LGBTQ brothers and sisters, and concentrate on issues far removed from policies to help families? It is simple. And Justin Jones laid out in an interview he did with Joyen Reed on MSNBC Read out. I want you to listen to uh, this young man I consider a hero. 
Representative Jones, I want to read to you the list of what actually passed in your state legislature during this session. Um, it was further limits on teaching social justice, racial equality, political science, and social work, psychology, and other fields, anti-trans legislation, ban on gender-affirming care for transgender minors, ban on public drag performances, liability protection for gun manufacturers and dealers in the state, expanding school vouchers, $125 million in teacher pay raises, that's a good one, and transportation funding. This does not sound like the priorities, other than the teachers getting some money, of the people of Tennessee. Mm. What is the point? I mean, that isn't a moral agenda. And even the teachers raises, the part that is left yeah. out is that they attack teacher unions with that raise. Of course. <laughs> and so there's always a catch. Yeah. And you see this immoral extremist agenda that's meant to deflect and distract from their failures. That in Tennessee, um, one in five children live in poverty. Mm-hmm. That we've had more rural hospitals closed per capita than any other state in the nation because we haven't expanded Medicaid. Mm-hmm. That we have, you know, people who are homeless. That we have, we have extreme poverty. And they wanted to focus on these issues because they don't want us to, to really talk about how they have failed as a supermajority. They control every branch of government in Tennessee, and, and our people, their lives are not getting better. Our people's lives are still suffering. And so I think that is that is what this agenda is. It's, it's agenda to try and have you look over here so you don't pay attention to what's going on here. Yeah. Uh, let me, I have to play this for you because I couldn't believe it when I was hearing it. Uh, this is a mom who mm-hmm. is trying to speak with a representative named Scott Campbell. Yes. Uh, this is the exchange that blew my mind. Take a listen. Getting shot in the handgun versus an AR-15. Which one? Unsurvivable for a child. You don't want to give them even the slightest chance. There there are a lot of ways that people can die. That that blew my mind. So that seems to be the mentality. Is there anyone in the Republican side who thinks differently than that? That you could even come together with to pass gun reform legislation? There there are some that will say it quietly behind a closed door. But do they have the courage of of, of knowing what's right? Do they have the courage to put children before guns? Um, that is our that's our concern. I think there you know there's 24 of us. If we could get 26 of them to agree, I think there probably are 26 of them that might agree with us. Do they have political courage? Do they have the ability to vote the right way? to put kids first before guns. That is the question. That is the question. That is, in fact, the question. Do they have the courage? Do they have the wherewithal to do so? Um, and, you know, I mean, the, the two the two Justins, and I can't remember her name right now, uh, what they did in Tennessee is nothing short of impressive. Jones inferred that it was a bait and switch. As hospitals are closing in the rural areas, they dominate. They do not want their constituents to know it is the failure to accept the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act. In other words, these purported pro-life politicians are killing their constituents from ideologically driven evil neglect. This is playing out throughout our country. And the thing about it, like I tell everybody, you still have the power. How can you have rural hospitals closing around the country when there is money available if those governors chose, if those Republican uh, legislatures chose to accept the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act, which would just cost them 10%. So your life is not even worth a slight 10% of what it actually costs to serve you. This is in your hands, people. Uh, Whenever you have an issue 
going to the doctor. You can't because you can't afford it. Whenever you go bankrupt because of the way the healthcare is currently running, you have options. But right now, we have allowed ourselves to be snowed by the people in power who are, who are paid, who are paid to vote against your interests to ensure that you, your wherewithal, goes up the ladder to the select few. You are the ones supporting it, my brothers and sisters. You are the ones. All, you know, people always talk, government's bad, government is bad, government is not bad because we are government. We are the ones who put them there. We are the ones who have the power to say whether government is going to be good or bad. It's in our hands. It's an abrogation of our duty. It's a dereliction of our duty as citizens of the United States. When we put people in there that, that knowingly, knowingly causes harm. It is a dereliction of the vote that we have, the vote that we fought for. When this country was formed, only 5% of Americans could vote. We have worked it. Activists have worked it on and on. Women got the vote. Minorities got the vote. People started getting the vote over and over and over again. Folks, brothers and sisters, it's not, it's, it's, it's not a bad thing. I have one more minute here to go, so I'm going to say this real quickly. It's in your hands. Government is not bad. You are government. You chose how government is going to be. Let's do it. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. I'm sorry for the phone issues. We are going to take get that taken care of. Please keep listening at 6 in the morning. Please keep calling at 6 in the morning. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this, baby. I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.